Late night reading. <laughs> that was that was a random entrance. Late night reading. Finest. Yeah, this is finest. Reading with finest. This is finest, and I'm reading with finest. That does make sense, and that's true. That's what's happening right now. Um, <clears throat> I'm reading African Myths of Origin right now. The story I'm reading is the Lua of the Luha, the Lua of Sudan and Uganda. Well, that okay. That's a chapter. The Lua of Sudan and Uganda. The story I'm reading is the origin of death. Very short story. Um, yeah, this is the first time I've read so late. It feels really cool, actually. I might try to do this every day. Maybe. Ooh, I get so productive that I read in the morning and then at night. Because reading a story at night just feels enchanting for some reason. You know, early in the morning is like motivating. Like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm reading. But at night it's like, everyone come around. This is very like enchanting and spiritual and connecting. I don't know. Come around, listeners. Listen to this late night story. Intro. Thin story. Follow me at Everything's Just Fine at, on Instagram. All right, here's the story. <clears throat> or the intro to the story. Then the story. The term Luo or Luo covers a number of groups who are the southern ex- extensions of Nilotok or Nilo Saharan family of languages. The groups are found in southern Sudan and northern Uganda in Kenya, where they interacted with other populations to help from form the rich cultures of this fertile area. The Lua contribution seems to have been principally cattle, a form of substance which they share with the northern groups such as the Shuluk, the Nur, and the Dinka. The Lua lineages, lineages took over the kingship in Banaru, forming the Bitu dynasty. Elsewhere, however, the groups didn't, do not seem to have formed centralized states. The stories are retold from versions uh, collected in the 20th century by missionaries and by Ugandan scholars. Now here's the story, The Origin of Death. When humans went down to the earth and spread out in their various livelihoods, death began his work among them, and they died all over. NASA, Nasi, looking down from the sky, took pity on them and sent down a message that if they would furnish him with a sacrificial offering of pure white fat, he would stop the ravages of death. As by then, all the people had lost a loved one but to death. They quickly agreed to accept the terms of Nasia after they chose the fattest ram and cut it up. They carefully cut out the rich fat from the haunches and the tail and wrapped them carefully in leaves and the hide so that they would stay clean. Then they converted a great pole which stretched from the earth up, up into the sky and they selected a messenger to climb the pole, the chameleon. On the way up the pole, however, the chameleon's feet broke open in the package as it swung from the strap of his shoulders, and the feet also soiled the fat. So, when it presented the offering to Nasa, Nasa saw 
saw only a bruised and sullied pocket of dirty fat. Outrage, he decreed that death would continue to afflict humans. The end. That is good. You know, because there is no good ending. I like that. No good anything. That's what, and at night, when you're like about to go to sleep, tell a small child, like, hey, someone messed up and that's why death is here. The end. Someone couldn't keep the fat clean climbing up a, uh, a pole. And that's why there's death. Good night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was the story. Um, thanks for listening. Follow me. Everything is fine. All right. <laughs>